Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Gonzo Bible Study. As you can see, I'm by myself today. Uh, Pastor Clark took the day off. He's uh, spending time with mom. So he told me to tackle it on my own. So bear with me here for a few minutes, guys. I want to take us in a different direction than we've kind of been existing here lately in the Gonzo Bible Study. I hope you have been engaging with what we've been doing. Uh, there again, the Psalms 119 study we're just kicking off. We've also got another study in the waiting room that we're currently bouncing back and forth between. And here we go with another oddball twist. But this is where I feel like the Lord has led me to be today. Um, really in the last few minutes. I haven't done much prep work here, so please forgive me. Uh, I'm diving just directly into Scripture. And we're going to follow where the Lord takes us. So this is very unprepared, unrehearsed, but I hope, well, I know if the Lord's planned it and the Lord has us there, we're going we're gonna to follow and ride the ride. That's what we're about here, just reading the word and riding the ride. So I'm in chapter 1, verse 1 of Proverbs. Here are kingdom revelations, words to live by, words of wisdom given to empower you to reign in life written as Proverbs by Israel's King Solomon, David's son. Within these sayings will be found the revelation of wisdom and the impartation of spiritual knowledge and understanding. Use them as keys to unlock the treasures of true knowledge. I'm going to drop a pen right there. And I know we're just literally got, got through verse 1 and 2. But there's something there that I want us to grab hold of as we look at the Proverbs. They're spiritual revelations and they're, they're wisdoms from a truly wise man, a king, one of the, the greatest kings of all time as history has him recorded and as scripture records it for us. He was a man that understood the world. He understood what it meant to be a servant king. He also was gifted in many different areas, but he takes time to provide us these proverbs, these, these wisdoms, these things that come from ruling and also being a servant. And the thing that I want us to, to, the reason I said put a pin in it for a second and drop it right here is unlocking true knowledge and the emphasis on the word true. If we take too much time and stay closed off to our spirit man, there's no way that we can understand things the way they really are. And what I'm saying in that is there's always perspective. There's always intent. There's always human frailty. There's always these things we have to contend with where our own personal proclivities and our own personal innuendos and our own personal just opinions on everything get in the way. You know, we often joke that, you know, forgive, forgive this, but we always joke that opinions are like hiney holes. Everybody's got one. It's true, um, and in a lot of ways, we need to make sure that our opinions and our thought processes and our worldviews are steeped in spiritual wisdom. So what it's saying here in these opening verses of Proverbs are, hey, here's some things that come from a ruler's perspective, from, from Solomon's perspective. Here's some th revelations that have come through being subservient to God, but also being a king and a kingdom person and what what those wisdoms what these things are that he's going to impart 
are going to be of spirit of spiritual understanding. They're funneled not just through him as a king, but him as a servant of God, him as a man of God. And so what we need to make sure that we're doing in our lives are grasping hold of the truths and the revelations of the spirit in our life so that we can truly understand what's going on around us. One of the things that I love uh, as we get into the entomology of a word and the study of words, and it's very important when we're talking about historical documents and ancient documents like the Bible, that we talk about, well, where does that word come from? How did we get this translation of it in English? One of the words here in the opening prologue, as it's called, to Proverbs, is the word proverb itself. And it means a wise saying, but it can also mean to rule and to reign in power and take dominion. So not just are we talking about words on a page and words of a wise king or meditations of a wise person and philosophy of a man, but we're talking about words that have the power to alter reality, to take dominion over our understanding. See, the scripture provides us with authority. That authority is steeped in who God is, who God has been, and who he always will be. And us as believers in the 21st century are believers because we believe that Jesus Christ was the son of God, that he died, was buried, resurrected back to life, and then ascended and sent us his spirit back. And that spirit is sent to be our our our. Are, are not just our covering or the person thing, but it's a spirit that gives us a reminder of the word. It's a spirit that comes and is an advocate for us. And it's a spirit that comes in and it illuminates and reveals to us the truth of what's happening here. And the more, tr and the more revelation that we open ourselves up to and are expected to receive, the more power and dominion over our lives we gain, the more dominion we gain over the situations around us. You see, there's a victory that we have as joint heirs with Christ that oftentimes we leave set aside because we're unwilling to acknowledge the authority of the word of God already spoken into our lives. All too often, we want to set God, we say, we, we use the idea of God the sovereign to relinquish ourselves from having to to take command the authority that he's given us as his children, as the joint heirs with Christ, over things. You know, we, we've spoken before about how scripture tells us, speak directly to a problem and see it solved. It doesn't say, ask God and he'll fix it. It says, speak directly to it. And a lot of times we use God as a authority figure, also kind of as a scapegoat because we don't want to admit that, the situations around us are within our control. We don't like, <laughs> we want to be lazy. We want to be lazy spiritually a lot of times. We don't want to take our authority in hand and speak life and speak the dominion that Solomon is using here when he says the, these proverbs, these spiritual authority, these words that have power, and we don't want to speak it out and take that authority a lot of times. I know. I'm guilty, I, you know, and, and forgive me. I know you're just, it's a one-man show today, so dad's not here to smack me upside the back, back of the head and tell me I'm wrong. So we're going to continue on here. Those who cling to these words will receive discipline to demonstrate wisdom. 
in every relationship and to choose what is right and just and fair. These Proverbs will give you great skill to teach the immature and make them wise, to give youth the understanding of their design and destiny. For the wise, these Proverbs will make you even wiser. And for those who dis, uh, with discernment, you will be able to acquire brilliant strategies for leadership. These kingdom revelations will break upon your understanding to unveil the deeper meaning of parables, poetic riddles, epigrams, and unravel the words and enigmas of the wise. We cross the threshold of true knowledge when we live in obedient devotion to God. Stubborn know-it-alls will never stop to do this, for they scorn true wisdom and knowledge. Some translations there will say live in fear of God, but what it is talking about here is obedient devotion. It's that dedication. It's that subservience, that willing subservience to God. And see, know-it-alls, whoops, I dropped the iPad. Know-it-alls don't want to do this. You ever been around a know-it-all? Some people have accused me at times of being a know-it-all. I have, the Lord's done a great work in me. I'm doing my best not to be that person, not to try to be that person. I, I really do strive not to be that person. If you've had trouble with that, go to God and ask him to help you with it. He will help you with it. And also make a concerted, intentional effort not to be one, y'all. Got to be intentional about it. Remember, there's authority in our words. Speak life to yourself. Speak authority to yourself to overcome your shortcomings. But the fascinating thing here is the fact that when you gain spiritual knowledge and when you gain the revelation of scripture in your life, the enigmas and peculiarities of the world around us, the word games that people play, a lot of we, we we become more aware of them. We become the we become aware of the disingenuous nature of them. We gain authority over our words. We gain authority over the words of people around us. We stop being fooled by the shysters. We start having the authority to stand and say, "No, I know what real truth is, and what you're spouting doesn't sound like real truth." We gain this authority to stand and say, "No." I have a true north. I have a true worldview. I have a true understanding about what scripture has taught me. And so, no, I'm not going to be caught up in your, riddle, your riddles and rhymes and your games. No, I'm not going to get led astray by these false prophets. I'm not going to get led astray by these weird ideas that some people have even about our God. There's people in our own faith group that have very peculiar ideas about who God is. And yet we have a book compiled over generations of a people, God's chosen people, and over generations of the world that makes it clear exactly who God has been and who he is and who he will be. I know some of you may be tired of me saying that, but you have to understand it's hard to believe in the word of God if you don't understand that God has a set character. He has a set declaration. He has a set wisdom that he has imparted through the word that he gave us, through the living person of Jesus Christ who interpreted Old Testament wisdom and Proverbs and everything else further during his ministry, and then the Holy Spirit that continues to give us spiritual knowledge to revelation that wipes away confusion, 
There are many of our contemporaries in this day and age that even in, in, with outside of the faith-based group that will say that there is such wisdom and truth in the word of God that it can be a solid foundation for a philosophy of reality and a philosophy of truth and a steadfast philosophy for your life and it can wipe away chaos from your life. And guess what? As a believer in Jesus Christ, I know that's true. I know that Jesus Christ came and died and defeated death, so I'm not scared of death anymore because death has no power over me. doesn't mean I won't die. I hope to fly, not die, as my mother always said. But if I do die, I know that that is not an end to my spiritual being, that I get to go and continue on. But that's not the most important thing. The most important thing to me is I get to have a relationship with the architect of every word, of every language that created everything. And as a person who for his entire life has been enamored with what the power of the word can be, whether it be a script that formulates into a movie or a book that takes a, a young lad and transports him into the belly of a beast, or if it's the word of God that transforms every life and has the power to reveal the ultimate truth to every person. Let's go to the father of words. Let's go to the architect of Proverbs. Let's go to the foundational person of God and being of God. And the word was with God and the word was God at the very foundations of the universe. So I tell you what, we're going to talk about Proverbs off and on whenever I have these moments where I'm doing my own thing. We're going to work through the whole book of Proverbs. So I hope you'll buckle in. And yeah, it's probably going to take a while as I didn't even make it through the first whole chapter. But thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of what the Gonzo Bible Study has been doing. Please share with your friends, subscribe, make sure you're helping to spread the word. And if you don't want to do it for the Gonzo Bible Study and you don't want to share this and you didn't like this at all, that's fine too. Make sure that you're in a church where the word of God is being taught and make sure that you're giving Bibles to friends and make sure that you're ministering to people the way you think you ought to minister to them or better yet, the way the word tells you to minister to them. We love you. We hope that you're reading the word and riding the ride as our slogan goes. And realize that God loves you and he spoke you into being.